0: Drive Time on RTE Radio 1. Sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more.
1: There's no mistaking the notes of optimism that we've been hearing from the Taoiseach and government ministers in the last couple of days when it comes to the lifting of restrictions. As I said, Neffet have been meeting this afternoon. And while we await details of their advice, we're going to speak now to Kira Feelin, political correspondent with the Irish Mirror. You're welcome to the programme this evening, Ciara. Um, really, everything we've heard from government ministers over the last couple of days, there seems to be an urgency almost in in getting back to normal?
2: Yeah, hi, Sarah. And just before coming on air there, I just got confirmation that that NEFID meeting has actually concluded now. So we will get some details, I'd say, later this evening or early tomorrow morning um, on what exactly, what recommendations have been made. But yes, like it's been very clear all week that uh, the government want to move quickly swiftly to lift these restrictions, given that what, as one minister has said to me, that we are in such a good position right now heading towards the spring and summer months. You know, the Taoiseach was very positive um, on, on Morning Ireland this morning and saying that, you know, we are in a position now that we can move forward. And the one message that has been coming across from Cabinet sources is that we're in uh, we're facing a new chapter with COVID, we're onto the next stage and that we really have to move on and live with this now.
1: Mm. Um, and yet, as you say, the NEFET meeting has just concluded. So despite all the notes of optimism we've been hearing from government, they don't yet know, nobody yet knows what NEFIT is going to recommend. Do you get the sense that government intends to push on regardless and, and reopen or remove many restrictions almost regardless of what NEFET has to say or what are you hearing on this?
2: Yeah, it's been quite interesting to see how this has played out during the week. It seems that, um, you know, we all knew that Neffid was going to meet today, but the government have kind of set out uh, their pathway, I suppose, in that they were pushing forward regardless. And although, you know, in their interviews and privately have said, look, we'll take Neffid advice on board, but they that they are actually con- taking control of the situation and they see we need to lift restrictions now and uh, that they, they've been quite blunt and said that they plan to move um, and lift restrictions earlier. The current restrictions, that were in place were actually to remain by January 30th but the Taoiseach even mentioned this morning and it's rare for him to come out and say something like that so bluntly he, he often doesn't you know um, say something out straight like that unless, unless it's actually going to happen but mm. that restrictions are going to lift uh, earlier and that we will see the removal of the APM uh, closing time for the hospitality industry and then as I understand it um, and as the Thaisha has indicated that it will be in a phased approach but um, I understand it will be a very comprehensive announcement from the Taoiseach tomorrow that it won't just be about you know restrictions in the coming weeks but how uh, we tend to live with this going forward.
1: Um, so that's what we're expecting tomorrow and then as you said the 8pm curfew is going but we don't know yet when it will be going do we? Do we have any indications to the timeline on that?
2: No, and I think what what, uh, what cabinet ministers are expecting is that there will be a later closing time. So it has been floated, the idea of a midnight closing time and then maybe further down the line in this phase approach of lifting restrictions that we might see return to normal trading hours of the hospitality sector. But yes, uh, it remains to be seen exactly what uh, Dr. Houlan will recommend um, in, in his letter to Health Minister Stephen Donney. But I do understand that... Um, there was a meeting that took place earlier on this week uh, between the CMO and Health Minister Stephen Donnelly. So I'm sure that um, it would have been well flagged. I think that meeting took place on Monday. So I'm sure that um, it was well flagged if there was anything coming down the line. And I think, you know, the the government haven't um, shot down any, uh, you know, Yes, uh, reports that it would be a uh, midnight closing time rather than a, a, a full reopening of the hospitality. Mm.
1: Incidentally, there has been quite a significant easing of restrictions in Northern Ireland announced today. We're going to be getting the detail on that a little later on in the programme. In terms of here, Kira, what about nightclubs? Do we know anything about that?
2: Well, again, like it'll depend what's said in, in the letter from Netflix, But again, what I'm hearing is that it will become, it will. Might be one of the last things to reopen. And, you know, um, the Taunusja and other ministers have said that, uh, you know, the legal restrictions, so, you know, the restrictions that can remain in place um, for like mask wearing, social distancing, the sunset clause, the legislation is to lapse on at the end of March. And uh, what some cabinet ministers are suspecting that um, nightclubs might remain closed and well into, you know, late February or actually early March. But again, it all remains to be seen. But I think it will be one of the ones that, that, will remain closed for the foreseeable and it would be one of the the sectors that would be last to open.
1: Mm, Interesting. Dara has emailed uh, drivetime at rte.ie to say, Sarah, we cannot wait until March to get these restrictions lifted. We need to open up everything, he says. The ones that needed boosting have been boosted. Those that don't want to won't get it. And Vax passports need to be scrapped, he says. There's no signs for them. People need to take personal responsibility. If you want to wear a mask, do. If not, don't. The time to move on is now, he says. I know Barry Lennon and has been speaking uh, to some people as well for us and we're going to be hearing from them a little later in terms of what people just generally feel about this but you can text us to 51551 either. Uh, now in terms of, you, you said a, a timeline or the, the, the detail of, of what we're expecting from Micheál Martin uh, tomorrow. Do we expect any timeline in relation to perhaps further vaccination programmes for example?
2: I don't know uh, if that will be included in it, but interestingly, yesterday, um, Health Minister Stephen Donnelly said that uh, the government had asked NIAC to look at the possibility of a fourth dose for... um, for vulnerable age groups so the government have asked about that and again the Tornish actually said yesterday as well that uh, it's not yet known if we will need an annual vaccination uh, for COVID-19 so that again is all being worked on at the moment um, alongside I suppose the lifting of these restrictions over the next couple of months.
1: Okay and just finally then Kira, the Taoiseach on Morning Ireland this morning also made reference to a public inquiry into the government's handling of COVID-19 although I think he said he preferred to call it an evaluation rather than an inquiry Um, do we have any details on what sort of form that will take who will do it you know how it will be run any of that
2: no not yet I think it's in the very early stages I think that it's something that might only get worked on in the coming weeks now that he has said it but I suppose he's as well conscious of Mentioned the public inquiry in case people thought it marked the end of the pandemic which is not the case at all but um you know this idea of the inquiry has been floated for some time but i think it's probably uh the government are looking at doing this now as people are moving on with their lives and want answers as well with a particular focus i understand it will look on uh, the nursing homes and the early stages of the pandemic regarding um procuring ppe and the reaction to you know uh cross-contamination when mm. this is all new to us and we didn't know and to prepare. I suppose, uh, for God forbid future pandemics or if we ever experience something like this again.
1: Field and political correspondent with the Irish Mirror. Many thanks for joining us this evening. Well, to get a medical perspective now on the reopening and what is planned, we're joined now by own debarra who is a consultant in infectious diseases at Beaumont Hospital and thank you for joining us on this evening. Uh, the news just in from the Health Protection Surveillance Centre today in relation to the number of cases. Uh, they have been notified of 5,523 confirmed cases of COVID-19 and in addition to that, 5,048 people have registered a positive antigen test through the HSE portal. So just under 11,000 is, is, is what you're looking at there. Would that be enough to worry you, Owen, or what, what do you think?
3: No. Good evening, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. I, no, I think look, there's, a, there's a lot of optimism out there, and I think we, we're kind of getting off our addiction to um, the numbers, and you know, the hospitalised piece, the conversion bit which we were waiting to see, remains reasonably stable and reasonably positive. Um, and as our own society put out a bit last week, we were trying to show the granularity of that, that the patient profile wasn't as sick as it's been in previous ways either so that was all good um, i think there's a little bit of concern as we go on that there might be a bit of a rebound it looks like denmark is having a slight rebound you know once with messaging comes out that this is less bad then people's behavior changes and we might see again case numbers go up but i think our focus has got to be on the impact on the sick people in hospital and on service provision you know the, the, the manpower needs of, of the country but i think overall those total case numbers aren't a thing that I look at.
1: Mm. Um, Joe has emailed to say, in their eagerness to lift restrictions, the government are in great danger of underestimating the ability of the virus to bite them in the ass, as it did many times already. Caution, he says, should be the buzzword and relaxation of restrictions with small steps is what is needed. Fools rush in where angels fear to tread. Um, again, and we don't have the details exactly on, on what the government is planning, but all indications are that it won't be small steps.
3: Yeah, and I think there are some areas that we can be relatively bold in a way that, you know, particularly for, for younger populations and social environments where huge numbers of them are vaccinated and huge numbers of them have had Omicron, um, that there's a good level of immunity in certain sectors. I think whatever they propose to do, and I think they probably move move through some of those areas, those industries that have been severely hard hit and for the psyche of the population. But I think as long as we're monitoring that, then then we know we can move through fairly carefully. Like, so in Denmark, the surge in cases and the, the increase similarly hasn't transferred back into an increased hospitalisation rate. Mm. So uh, I think, again, it keeps coming back to that, that with Omicron in this wave, with this mix of pathogen and host, you know, the virus and the, the population and the level of immunity, it hasn't transferred into such a, a terrible thing as before. So I think we've got to accept that and then manage this wave as appropriate. The bigger question for me is, is what happens next and how can we learn for the next? Because this is by no means the end of the pandemic. There's a global issue, there's a vaccine equity around the world to prevent us from having to suffer from the next variant that might not be as um, mild as, as the Omicron wave has been. There's the infrastructural needs across the healthcare sector, the staffing needs, having clean air in all kinds of environments. And that's some of the, the measures. Should remain, you know, into the medium term, and and we shouldn't necessarily follow our colleagues directly across the sea, where they, it's sort of a very strident move towards removing masks and things that are, yeah. I think, you know, relatively good universal pieces to have there. So
1: masks you think is something that should remain now I know there's there's a difference obviously between the legal requirement to wear masks in certain places which is there at the moment and then a recommendation and I think that distinction was being made uh, by government uh, recently enough in the last couple of days that maybe the legal requirement might be allowed to lapse or would be removed but there may still be a recommendation to wear masks would that be strong enough do you think?
3: Well, I think it's, it's one thing that masks, and I think we've had this since early on, the, the idea with masks, it, it's preventing me transmitting it to you. It's not preventing you from getting it. So it kind of only really works when a majority of people are doing it. And that's the way with all of these public health level interventions. It works when, when the majority of people do it. And I think in Ireland, mostly the people have got on board with all of the interventions, but it only takes a, a certain large enough sector not to that, that destroys the value of those things.
1: So is there anything then that you're seeing here that you would be worried about? Because, you know, we're getting very mixed reaction, as we always really do, um, from our listeners in relation to this, with some people saying, let's go, you know, open up, and others really quite concerned that we're going to end up um, back in another wave or something that we have to deal with in a a lockdown. Um, Is there anything that you think we really shouldn't do to be careful?
3: Well, I think we have to realise that there are a significant portion of the population who are very anxious about opening up, and they've remained shut away for a long time. And there are people who live with chronic health conditions that they're hearing in the media that still puts them at risk of a bad outcome. Uh, And I think, you know, we we need to be cognizant of that, and there are people who aren't going to suddenly be racing to open up. You know, the emerging data is that vaccinations, and you were talking in your first piece about further doses, and there already is an approval for a fourth dose in people living with a renal transplant, and that should be rolled out soon. And there may be recommendations of further vaccinations and there's studies going on across Europe about fourth and fifth doses in various populations. So I think we're going to continue to learn from this. We need to reassure people that the data that we have at the moment is that even in those compromised groups that the vaccination has distinct benefits and it does prevent mostly the very severe disease that the you unvaccinated know, unfortunately are still going to suffer from, from this disease.
1: Mm.
3: But um, that you know, cautious steps through this are the way forward and the other thing that's been bandaged around is an endemic disease so we at the point of it being endemic and you know we have many endemic viruses and bacteria that that cause significant you know morbidity and mortality death in, in society so something being endemic doesn't mean it doesn't no longer poses a threat right but it's okay. just that we, we have to live and deal with it more.
1: So, All right, uh, Ondabara, a consultant in infectious diseases at Bowman Hospital. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, that is what the expert thinks. What do you think? Do you think the government should announce a significant lifting of restrictions tomorrow? Or are you perhaps more cautious, perhaps still worried about the threat from COVID-19? We've got lots of texts on this and also our reporter Barry Lenahan has been asking people in Killarney what they think.
3: I was quite uh, enjoying the whole going down for a bite to eat and having the music on, the whole lot condensed into a few hours and you were still home by half eight, quarter to nine and no hangover the day after, it was so I think they should leave it alone, it's fine.
0: <laughs> Optimistic now that this is at an end? Somewhat at an end, It's never. I don't think it's going to end. So it's going to be there for a long, long time, but just coping with it better, I think. I think is there still caution out there?
3: My mum is like 69 now and she's still very much watching Watch where she's wearing her mask and if she's shopping she's sanitizing every bottle she comes across like she's nearly blessing herself with it so she's still definitely cautious i think most people still are
0: the masks are here to stay we think
3: there's actually a lot of people that started where I work and I don't actually know what they look like at all. I've never seen their faces so it'll be a whole new world if we do get to take them
2: off. Fantastic idea can't wait for it yeah absolutely marvellous yeah so hopefully now we'll be all able to get back to some sort of normal again. What are you
0: looking forward to doing most? Uh,
2: drinking a pint again after two years. Two years? Two years, yeah, two years. Uh, two years St. Stephen's Day the last time I had a pint.
0: Is that because the places have been shut, is it? Uh, it was, yeah, and and as uh, suppose uh, because of the restrictions and all that like, and uh, I suppose personal responsibility and that. I must be getting sensible in
2: my old age.
0: Is now the time? I would say so, giving the, you know, the evidence that uh,
2: not as many people are dying with the disease and stuff like that now. But also, you know, the divide that's, that's going on in the country, you know, there's a lot of people cutting each other at the moment it's very toxic personally myself i was refused to christmas dinner this year because i wasn't vaccinated you know what i mean it has to stop people are going crazy
0: that must have been a difficult conversation to have well i just left it go do you know what i mean
2: what can i do you know how could i convince somebody otherwise you know what i mean if i if i decide not to take a vaccine it's my own choice but what's going on at the moment is they're being de- we're being demonised in many ways. Society is sick at the moment and we need to improve.
0: Probably the right time. Well, I think we should keep masks for a while longer and see how it goes. You still have a degree of caution.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I don't think it should be completely free for all. I think they should still
2: have maybe restricting numbers in the pubs. and Because I'm quite vulnerable, so I'm just glad to be able to go out without worrying about about infections.
0: The, the last two years was to be difficult and Christmas probably tricky as well.
2: It was because um, most of my family got the Omicron. I couldn't go near any of them, so it was difficult.
0: But now out the other side.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to come out the other side and just feel normal. I think we listened to the signs all along. The scientists say, it's okay, it's okay.
0: What about the COVID search set to remain until the end of March? Masks could be with us for a while as well.
1: Love that. Absolutely love that, yeah. So I think the masks and the passes, is brilliant. Keep them forever. You know, going into any shops, we won't even get a cough or a cold. I live maybe till I'm 100. It's
0: ridiculous the way it is at the moment. You know, if you're inside in a bar or a pub or anything and you have to wear a mask, and the guy sitting down, who's only about a foot, a foot away from you, he's fine. So, you know, it's it's kind of ridiculous. The other side of the coin is, are they lifting it too soon? And reports Neffet may not recommend 100% uh, attendance at sporting stadiums, uh, which obviously would have implications for Kerry in Dublin in two weeks' time in Tralee. They will be pushing for it. I'd have no problem with it, you know, because we're out and about anyway, you know, we're meeting people every day and uh, just strange, strange time. What would you be looking forward to doing most when restrictions are easy? Will you be going to the nightclub?
2: I'd love to the nightclub now. Have you gone to restaurants? Going for a night out? Going out to the IDC to concerts, music?
0: Who in particular?
2: Oh, I'd like to go to see um, Mike Denver, Declan Ernie, any country music. Yeah,
1: and here at Drive Time, we also think Barry Lennon would love to join that last woman in his report for a Mike Denver or a Declan Ernie concert at the INEC. He was reporting there from Killarney. That's what people in Killarney think. You can keep letting us know what you think. 5 5 one double five one.